research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in my mini-series on measuring mental models using the method causal mapping. And in our previous episode, we talked about the first step that you have to do. And if you want to approach how people think about a certain object or how people think about a certain event, you need to create a list of concepts that people associate with that event, with this event or with this concept. And you can do it in two ways. The first one is you find the related zooms from literature, from different frameworks, because on many things that you would like to investigate, there were already many papers written and there have been a lot of research there. And it's very likely that you will find a list of terms that are important. The alternative way would be through a set of interviews. If you talk to people who are important and hopefully you will get some information that you can also use as an input for your investigation. After you have this list of different terms, you can already know where we are going. Actually, it is about the preferences of people. What are the key terms that people associate with something? Who associates friendship with trust and who associates friendship with help? There are maybe different approaches to friendship and based on what kind of terms people select in order to describe what the friendship for them is, will describe how they think about it. But this is not all. Theoretically, after a person has selected, let's say, five terms out of 25 or out of 40 that you prepared, that you give to everybody, and each person, each participant of the survey is going to select, let's say, five, the most important terms. Then this person has to relate them. Ideally, of course, you take all the terms that are important, all the 50 or the 40 or maybe 100 terms, and people have to interlate them all. For instance, uh, in our research, uh, I have it now in front of my eyes, uh, we use different values, and we use the value, for example, working hard or being determined, trusting in other people, respecting secular values, and so on. And after I have selected from the list, and we have a list, I think, of 25 different values, and we ask people to select five most important values, we ask them to relate them to each other. For example, if you associate friendship with trust in a positive way, and somebody associates friendship with trust in a negative way, then although we have selected, we have picked the same items from the list, we do differ in the way we think about friendship. So somebody thinks that the better friends you have, the more you trust them, and somebody thinks that the more friendship you have, the less you trust them, because you maybe you know about people more than you knew initially when you when you learned them first. And this is how the difference appears in thinking. So the first step is to see what items people selected from the list, and the second one to see how they relate all these items. And as you can imagine, from five items, you will have about 20 comparisons. So you have the items A, B, C, D, and E, then you have to ask the question about the relationship between A and B, A and C, A and D, A and E, and then B and A, because it can go in different relations, in different directions. You can relate A as having positive impact on B, but B having negative impact on A. Uh, it can be an iterative process. And in this event, with the five values, you will have 20 different relationships that you will have to ask people about. 
the only thing that you also need to know, you can also think about the self-relatedness of the teams, that A has impact on A, that friendship has impact on friendship, so the longer your friend or the better your friend, the stronger is your friendship and the, I don't know, there is self-reinforcing loop or something like this. I've never done it because it's kind of hard to explain to people, that is why I just, usually if I have five teams, I have 20 relationships. And after we have these relationships, we can theoretically plot them on a kind of graph. And here I would like to refer to our paper with Dr. Botts and Dr. Schlatter, where we investigated all the relationships and we explained how we did it step by step. But actually, we wrote our paper in the paper of Marcocci and Goldberg on, I think it was 1997, where they introduced the formula where you can simply see how the calculation really happens and what how the distances are calculated. And if you follow this formula, it, it looks a kind of scary, it looks like a big formula, but actually it's about a different two different nodes. So if I selected friendship and trust and you selected friendship and trust and we're closer than those who selected who did not select trust in relationship with friendship. But if we two selected this, we need to know the distance. And if you said the relationship is negative and you said it's minus two or the highest value was minus three, and I said, no, it is very positive, it is plus three, then we know there is a distance between the two points on these two maps. So it's like we're comparing the map with the same system of coordinates and we just want to see what is the difference between you and me. And if we selected both minus two, and then the distance is zero, so we're pretty close. We not only selected the same items or the same skills, but we also showed that we have the same relationship, the same distance between us. More or less how the formula works. Again, I would like to point out that you can find a full paper, uh, the whole formula in the paper by Marcotzi and Kohlberg. If I don't forget it, I will paste it in the comment section. If not, please drop me a message and I will just uh, upload it. I cannot upload the paper, it's not my mute, I can upload the citation that you can find it online and then you understand how the difference works. And with this already, we can compare people, we can really see in how much they think and we can calculate the differences. Why do we need it and what we can do with it, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. I hope it was interesting and I hope it was also well explained step by step. If you want to know more, please read through our paper and read through the papers of the creators of the methodology. Wish you all the best and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.